Our Father, we worship you. A thousand tongues cannot sing of your glory. A thousand tongues cannot worship you enough. We bow down before your throne of mercy. We enthrone you and we magnify you. What is man that thou art mindful of him? That thou visited him, O God. Father, we thank you for your mercies. We thank you, Lord, for condescending down to our level. Thank you, Lord, because it is not your will that any man will perish, but for all to come to the knowledge of your Son. We thank you because this is the day of your power. The day of your glory is here. We invite you, Holy Spirit, take absolute preeminence in this service. Walk in our lives and in our midst. And let the name of Jesus be glorified. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let the entrance of your word bring light. Let it minister understanding. Let it destroy every shackle of darkness in the life of your people. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I stand in the office that you have called me. I present myself as a living sacrifice before you. I ask, Lord, that you will have your way in my life and in the life of the people. Let the word that will comfort minister life to the hearers. Let it have a free course in the life of your people. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you are here to heal the sick. You are here to save the sinner. And you are here to break the chains of darkness in the life of your people. I return all the glory back to you for the great and mighty things you have done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory, Lord. We give you all the glory. Give you all the glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1 to 14. This morning, I'm going to be teaching the word of God. Amen. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. Praise the Lord. We are for holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling. Consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him that appointed him, as also Moses was faithful in all his house. For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who had builded a house has more honor than the house. For every house is builded by some man, but he that builded all things is God. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. But Christ, as a son, over his own house, whose house are we, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope unto the end. Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost said, today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, in the day In the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works forty years, wherefore I was grieved with that generation, and said, They do always err in their hearts, and they have not known my way. So I swear in my wrath they shall not enter into my rest. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily why it is called today. Lest any of you 
be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partaker of Christ. If we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. In Jesus' name. This morning, the Lord asked me to talk about faithfulness as a Christian character. Faithfulness as a Christian character. And the passage we'll be looking at is from Hebrews chapter 3, from verse 1 to 14. The Lord said he has a problem with his body. And that problem is unfaithfulness. So more and more, we'll be talking about faithfulness. Praise the Lord. Man is a tripartite being. Man is made up of a spirit. Man is made up of a soul. And he has a body. The spirit and soul of a man dwells in his body. The body is the one that we can see. The spirit and the soul, we cannot see it. But they still exist inside the body. On the day when every man will stand before God, it is not our body that is going to stand before God. It is our spirit and our soul. And the Lord said, from the word of God, faithfulness is my character. God is a faithful God. He does not disappoint. He does not do evil. And that is what his nature is. And the Lord said, anybody that must be my child and must come to be with me in heaven must receive this nature inside him. And when you receive it, it will show in your physical body. It will show in your characteristics, in your everyday life. Praise the Lord. And the Lord said that faithfulness is, comes from the spirit of a man. People may do faithfulness in the physical with their body, but it is all hypocrisy. And it is a pretense. When in their spirit, their spirit is not faithful to me. Whatever they do in their physical body is hypocrisy before me. Praise the Lord. This morning, the Lord is commanding us that we have to examine our spirits before him. Is faithfulness found in our spirits? Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. Sorry, I'm not seeing very well. Yeah. I don't know. Galatians 5, 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, 
there is no law. The word in verse 22 that is translated faith means faithfulness. Praise the name of the Lord. Faithfulness simply means to be consistent, to be steadfast. And that is why God said in Hebrews, Hebrews 11 verse 6, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Whenever you are doing something diligently, without stopping, that is faithfulness. So you can be faithful to God. You can also be faithful to other things. In the spirit of man made in the image of God, God expects the spirit of man to receive this nature when you come to him and you receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. The nature of faithfulness is imparted into your spirit man which is expected to manifest in your soul and in your body realm. Praise the Lord. But when you have not yet known Jesus Christ, when Jesus Christ has not been imparted, the nature of faithfulness has not been imparted into your spirit man, there is nothing you can do in your soul and your body that can manifest faithfulness. So, faithfulness is from the spirit. It is not from the body. It is not from the physical. It is a thing of the spirit. And the Lord made us to remember that he has been talking to us and he said something in Revelation chapter 3, verse 3 to 4 to 10. Are we there? Praise the Lord. I want to be reading it. Don't worry. He said, remember, therefore, how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels Amen Verse 10 said because 
thou hast kept the word of my patience, I will also keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Amen. Faithfulness will make your name not to be blotted out from the book of life. Which means, if your name entered the book of life, it is not a guarantee that whatever you do, you are unfaithful, you are not holding to God, you are not holding on to the word, he can blot out your name quietly without you knowing it. But he said here that if you hold on and you keep to the word of his patience, the word of God, you hold on to it, you don't deviate from it. He will, he said he will do what? Keep you. He will cover you, he will protect you. There's a protection that comes from the Lord when you are faithful to him. He will cover you from the calamities that is going to come upon the earth. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So God is commanding us, go back and renew your faithfulness to your maker. Are you faithful to him? That is the question he's asking us this morning. Forget about whatever you are doing before man. Go back and examine yourself before the Lord and ask the Lord to impart unto you the spirit of faithfulness so that you can be consistent with him so that you can be steady in your spiritual work with him so that you will not be defiled amen from the issues that are going to come upon the whole world hallelujah Matthew chapter 6 verse 24 told us that a man cannot serve two masters. A man cannot serve two masters. Can we put it on the board? Matthew 6, 24. Praise the Lord. Why is it that a man cannot serve two masters? Because a man is only one man and he can only be faithful. He has one spirit. He can only be faithful to a particular person, either God or the devil. My brothers and my sisters, there is no vacuum in the spiritual realm. When you are not faithful to God, you are faithful to something. You cannot say, I am not faithful to God. I'm just there. I'm not faithful to, to the devil. I'm just in between. You are deceiving yourself. Praise the Lord. Matthew 6 is telling us something. He said, you cannot serve two masters. Matthew 6, 24. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will view he will hold 
to one and despise the other, you cannot serve God and mammon. What is mammon? Mammon is the spirit that controls money. Praise the Lord. Mammon represents the devil. You cannot serve God and at the same time, you'll be serving the devil. When you are not faithful to God, you are faithful to the devil. And the Bible says, what shall it profit a man that he will gain the whole world and he will lose his soul in hell? The devil may present so many things to you as an alternative for you to choose between God and those things. Once you make your choice and go on the other side, to side with anything that is outside God, you are faithful to Satan. And I want to tell you that Satan is a very good tax master. He knows how to punish those that follow him. Those that are faithful to him. He punished them well, well. And at the end, he will destroy them. So of what use will it be that you are unfaithful to God and you are faithful to Satan? Whether it is your work, whether it is your business, whether it is your parents, you want to please, or your family, it represents Satan. Outside God. God is calling us this morning to retrace back our footsteps. In the mighty name of Jesus. The opposite of unfaithfulness is the opposite of faithfulness is what? Unfaithfulness. And unfaithfulness is simply defined as the spirit of hireling. Unfaithfulness. Sometimes you say, people are using the word hireling, hireling. What does it mean? It's unfaithfulness. The spirit of unfaithfulness is the spirit of hireling. And it is the spirit of a thief and a robber. John chapter 10. Verse 1 to 10. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climb up, up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spoke Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spoke unto them. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, 
I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Amen. The thief the thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy threefold ministry of a higher land. The spirit of unfaithfulness will make you to destroy. It will make you to destroy. You destroy spiritually and you destroy physically. The spirit of a hireling will make you to kill. You may not kill physically, but in your heart, you murder people. Behind them, you say words against somebody. You are murdering the person. When the person is before you, you dance, you pretend, say good, good words. But behind the person's back, you say terrible things. That is the spirit of the hireling. The thief is killing at that time. The thief may be inside you. It may be inside me. But today, God said, thus far shall it go. And we command it to leave this congregation alone and go to Gehenna. In Jesus' name. Jesus has come that we may have life and have it more abundantly. When you receive the spirit of faithfulness in your spirit man, you will begin to flow out abundant life. Abundant life will come out of you and will begin to flow. The rivers of life will be coming out of you, ministering to people. The sick will be healed. The lame will begin to walk. And those that are oppressed will be set free. I command those that are sleeping to wake up. And I command them to stand on their feet now. In Jesus' name. If you know that you are sleeping, please get up and stand up. Before I call your name here. Praise the Lord. We are talking about that spirit of unfaithfulness. The spirit of unfaithfulness manifest in telling you or telling me see do this one quick 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 there is no time like what happened to Judas Iscariot he was among the twelve all the word of God that was being preached he was there hearing it in fact he was even holding the bag. And what happened? As he was holding the bag, something else was going on in his heart. What was going out on his, in his heart was, this thing, these people that I'm following, they are delaying me too much. Oh. In fact, I want to get money. Oh. Is there any way I can just get rich overnight? That was what was going on in his heart. But nobody knew. 
But Jesus knew because Jesus searches the thoughts and the reins of the heart. And that is why the Bible says he will reward every man according to the thoughts of his heart. Not according to your action. Praise the Lord. And before you know it, as Jesus Christ was giving them the last supper, Jesus made a proclamation. He said, anyone that I will dip this up and put into his mouth, the same shall betray me. Other people were asking, ah, ah. And he dipped it. Before the eyes of all the disciples, he put it in the mouth of Judas Iscariot. Other people were saying, ah, Master, is it I? Is it the same person that they put the soap inside his mouth? Still ask Jesus, Master, is it I? Just to flow with the people. Yet he was a hireling. He was a thief. The Bible says he was a thief and he was a robber. Today, God is calling you to repent. You must not be like Judas Iscariot. You should not end up where he ended up. He was in hell. After he died, he went to hell. He did not, he did not repent. And I don't pray that we will go there. I pray that all of us will go to heaven so that we will not meet him. Because if you go there, you will still see him there. Since that time, he has been under torture and torment. That is not our portion. In Jesus' name. So, we are talking about the spirit of unfaithfulness. It is a thing that is in the spiritual realm and flows out in the physical by the actions that you do and you manifest. If you have this thought of, I want to be rich very, very quickly, you begin to pray for yourself because that was the thing that Satan planted into Jesus Iscariot that destroyed him at the end. First Timothy chapter 6 said something to us. Can we read it? First Timothy chapter 6 verse 10. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Verse 11. But thou, O man of God, O woman of God, O child of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Amen. God said here that the love of money is the root of all evil. It is the will of God for us to be rich. And God has the power to make us rich. He has the ability. He has the anointing. And there are steps of getting rich. Those steps are in the Bible. When you follow the Bible, read it and practice it. The anointing in the Bible will make you rich. In fact, in this season that we are in, God said that a time is coming when the richest man in Africa will be from the church. 
will be a man of God or a woman of God. No more in the world. But the secret is following the Bible and obeying it. Hallelujah. The spirit of this hireling will not allow you to read your Bible because of the unfaithfulness he has already created in your spiritual man. You are unfaithful to your maker. You are unfaithful to men. And you are even unfaithful to the word of God. How can it be that you will say God did not make you rich? How can it be that you say God did not bless you with his own blessing? When you are the one hindering yourself. Jesus has said something to us. Come on to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you peace. I will give you rest. Hallelujah. When you come to him, release yourself in the hand of God so that God will make you who he wants you to be. Many a times we come to God and we come as we are. We enter into the presence of God and we are not changed. We still go back the way that we came because we did not release ourselves. God cannot force himself on any man. The Bible says if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the fruit of the land. When we come to God, God expects us to release ourselves. You are nothing but clay. God just have mercy on you, breathed upon you, you became a human being. There is, you are nobody. Don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to. When you come to the presence of God, ask God to break you and remold you so that you can be who God wants you to be. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Faithfulness is characterized it's a characteristic future of saints. Characteristic futures. And science will deal with characteristics. If something happens, you say, what is the characteristic futures of something? I, I am under plant science. All the what? All the plants are not the same. They are different. Each one has a characteristic future. That makes him what is it? Mango has a characteristic future. Orange has its own characteristic future. That is why when you see mango, you know it's mango. And if those characteristic features are not there as a mango, you see it, you know that this thing is not mango. It's something else. Hallelujah. As a child of God, you must have a characteristic future. And that one of the characteristic future is that you must be found faithful. Praise the Lord. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace be to you, and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places to the faithful in Christ. To the faithful in Christ. The promises in verse 3 follow those that is found in verse 1. The faithful in Christ. Are you counted among the faithful in Christ? Then the heavenly blessings will follow you. Praise the Lord. Colossians chapter 1, verse 2. To the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Another blessing to the faithful. So the blessing of God is apportioned. God allocated. God sent it to those that are faithful in Christ. That is why he said he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. When you are faithful to God, when you are faithful to Jesus Christ, God will reward you with his physical blessings and heavenly blessings. But when you are unfaithful to him, you have no portion in his blessings. Many a times we pray. We don't receive answers to our prayer. Could it be that we are unfaithful to God? Can we examine ourselves this morning so that the Lord will have mercy on us? In Jesus' name. 1 Timothy 6.2 And they that have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren, but rather do them service because they are faithful and beloved, partakers of the benefit. These things teach and exhort. It's now talking about what? Servant-master relationship. Are you faithful to your master? Are you faithful to the authority that is over you? Authority in the house, authority in the church, are you faithful? A relationship is a two-way relationship. When you are faithful to God, God will be faithful to you. When you are unfaithful to him, God will never, never, he will show himself to you unfaithfulness. The same thing happens. Are you faithful to your parents? Are you faithful to those that are set in authority? Those that you are living with, are you faithful to them? If you are not faithful to them, why do you expect blessing from them? If you are not faithful to the church, why do you expect blessing from the church? It does not work. Because they two-way thing. Revelations chapter 17, verse 14. 
Revelation 17, 14. shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them, for he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. Amen. Jesus Christ is going to bruise the head of the Antichrist and all the false prophets and all their followers and all those that have taken the mark of the beast. And the Lord is telling us here that he is going to do that with those that are faithful. He's going to do that with those that are faithful to him. The saints that are faithful. Praise the Lord. When you are unfaithful to God, the devil will make pepper soup of you. You will just be a servant in his kingdom. And no matter the type of deliverance prayers that are prayed for you, if you don't change that habit and start being faithful, you can never, never be delivered. Or once you are delivered, you will still go back to bondage. God is calling us this morning to rise up and put on the garment of faithfulness so that the heavenly blessings of God can locate us and be our portion in Jesus' name. Let us look at the dimensions where we can manifest faithfulness. Matthew 24, verse 45. Twenty-four, twenty-five. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord had made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season? Amen. In your service to God, the things that God put inside you when he, he was creating you, are you dedicating it back to God? Are you serving God with those things he put inside you? And the Bible says, if you would only be faithful to God in those areas, he will make you to do what? He will give you your meat in your due season. You will be like a tree planted by the water sides. People will be crying. There is, there is a famine. There is this one. But yet, you will be enjoying plenty. Because God has a special covering over you. Because you are his faithful one. You are his faithful one. But are you the one looking for every excuse to run away from the servant of God? Any small reason, you give it as an excuse so that you will not serve God. So that you will not do something reasonable for God and in his house. This morning, God is calling us to repent from that. In Jesus' name. Are you faithful in declaring the word of God 
can you stand and declare the word of God? And God will say, yes, this one, I know him. He can speak the word of God. You can teach your children the word of God. You can teach people around you the word of God. If you go to your village, can you stand and teach them the word of God? Jeremiah chapter Praise the Lord. Twenty-eight. The prophet that has a dream, let him tell a dream. And he that has my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, says the Lord. God is commanding us to stand and declare his word of God faithfully to him. Then he will bless us in return. Amen. But we may decide not to preach the word of God, especially when it is time for evangelism in the church. You have other things you want to be doing. You just give excuse. You are not faithful in that area of God. And when the time comes, God also will not be faithful to you. When it is time for prayer meeting, you cannot come because you have other things. You cannot blame God. When your own time comes, you call upon him, he will not answer you because you are not faithful. Can we stand before people and declare the word of God faithfully and the Lord will bless us? Praise the Lord. Because he is the rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Some of us, when we are in the church, we are born again. When we leave the church, meet our friends, we become unborn again. What do we want God to do? Is it the fault of God? It's not. You pick up your mind. Whom you want to serve. The Bible says you cannot serve two masters at a time. Make up your mind that you want to serve God. And be on his side. And he will help us. 2 Corinthians 2.17 2 Corinthians 2.17 For we are not as many which corrupt the word of God, but as of sincerity, but as of God, in the sight of God, speak we in Christ. Hallelujah. You declare the word of God as if Jesus is there watching you. 
You don't corrupt the word of God. How do we corrupt the word of God? We preach some and we leave some out. Some people, they preach the word of God. They still mix it up with tradition. They say, yes, the word of God is true. But you see, these are our people. If we don't give them this and that, they will not believe this word of God. So let us give them so that in the future, who are you? Are you God that have power to save a man? Did you die on the cross for them? Why don't you give them the word of God and leave them to their maker? Why do you want to compromise and corrupt the word of God small so that you can please people? So that you can dance their dance and do their do's. The Lord will have mercy on us in Jesus' name. Some of us, it is because we want to go into politics. You say, no, 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 no. We are looking for political position. The word of God, let's bring it down small, small. God understands. When I get there, you are just deceiving yourself. Once you repent, stay on the side of God. Declare the word of God. Be faithful to God so that God can be faithful to you. If you are faithful to him, he has no business with such a one. Because that person is a servant of Satan. And God does not make friends with Satan. This morning, the Lord will deliver us in Jesus' name. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 2. But have renounced the hidden works of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. This is what God is expecting us to do. Amen. Renounce every work of dishonesty. Renounce it. Command it to come out of you. The hidden things of dishonesty. Command craftiness. Craftiness is a sign of a serpentine spirit. Craftiness. Playing wayo. is from the serpent. And it does not take anybody to heaven. The end of it is destruction. Because he said we should renounce and call it out from our life. And hold on to the word of God. Commending not only ourselves, preach to yourself, preach to others. And live according to the word of God. Conduct your life by the word of God. So that every man's conscience will see that you are a child of God. We are expected to be faithful also in relating with things in the church, properties in the house of God. Second Chronicles chapter 31 verse Thirty-one, twelve. Hallelujah. 
Okay, let me start from verse 11. Then Hezekiah commanded to prepare chambers in the house of the Lord, and they prepared them, and brought in the offerings and the tithes and the dedicated things faithfully, over which Gonaniah the Levite was ruler, and Shimei his brother was the next. Amen. Things that are handed over, the service of God in the church, the properties in the church, do we handle them faithfully? Or do we, we treat them anyhow? With the spirit of hireling. You destroy things anyhow. You don't care. After all, it's not your own. Anywhere you go, as long as that thing is not called your name, you treat it anyhow. Do you want God to destroy you? Will you not repent? God is calling us to faithfulness, even in the things in the church. In the tithes, in the offerings, the way you handle them. In the equipment, the way you handle them. Are you faithful to God or you are unfaithful? Are you faithful to one another? Third John chapter 1, 5 to 6. Third John 5. Beloved, thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren and to strangers, which have borne witness of thy charity before the church, whom if thou bring forward in their journey after a godly sort that Thou shalt do well. Amen. In our relationship with one another, are we faithful? Are you faithful to the brethren? The things you do? And the way you do them? The Lord is calling us to repentance. In Jesus' name. Are we faithful in bearing witness of Jesus? In reproving other people? Sometimes we don't reprove faithfully. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 5. Proverbs 27 6. And Psalms 1 for 1. I will just take two. Proverbs 14 5. And Proverbs 27 6.
A faithful witness will not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. Proverbs 27, verse 6. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Anybody that is not faithful, that does not have faithfulness unto God, cannot have faithfulness to man. If you are not faithful to God, you cannot be faithful to man. Just forget about it. So if you are faithful, to people, it is because you have a problem with God. And you go back to God and sort it out. It's telling us that if you have a faithful spirit in you, you will not tell lies. Lying is a symptom of unfaithfulness. Even when it is not necessary, you still tell lies. Because that spirit of unfaithfulness is inside you. We still deceive and pretend. When you have faithfulness in you, you will not pretend. You will not deceive. May the Lord help us. In Jesus' name. Acts chapter 6. Verse 1 to 3. At 6, 1 to 3. And in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews, because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you, seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. Amen. Praise the Lord. In the early church, appointments, offices were given to people because of their faithfulness to God. Because of their faithfulness to God. Do we want God to promote us? Do you want positions to be given to you? You must receive a good report of your faithfulness. And that physical position will be just be a physical manifestation of the spiritual position God has already placed you into. But today, it's not like that. People are looking for positions by all means. And yet, they are not faithful to God. They are looking for positions. They are in a hurry. What is the fruit 
of your faithfulness before God, before you, you are looking for that position. Don't you know that it is God that will put you into that place? Is it man? Nehemiah 13, 13. Nehemiah 13, 13. And I made treasurers over the treasuries. Shelemiah, the priest, and Zadok, the scribe, and of the Levites, Pedeah, and next to them was Anan, the son of Zacho, the son of Mataniah, for they were counted faithful, and their office was to distribute unto their brethren. Praise the Lord. God is commanding us to be faithful in all things. Whatsoever thing you do in word, in action, God commands us to be faithful. First Timothy chapter 3 verse 11. First Timothy 3:11. Even so must their wives be grave, not slanderous, sober, faithful in all things. God commands us to be faithful in all things. Anywhere, anytime, any day, be faithful to God and he will bless you because he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Faithfulness is absent in the wicked. Psalms 5 verse 9. The wicked cannot give faithfulness. Psalms 5 and verse 9. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Okay, let me start from verse 8. He said, lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of my enemies. Make thy way straight before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is very wickedness. Their truth is an open sepulcher. They flatter with their tongue. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The problem God is having is not with the wicked because wickedness emanates from the wicked and their nature is unfaithfulness. The problem God is having is with his children. 
we have fallen short of his faithfulness because we are not faithful. When you are expecting faithfulness from the unbeliever, you are just wasting your time. You have been deceived because they cannot give it out. The nature of faithfulness is not in their spirit. It is the nature of the devil that is in their spirit. And anything that will emanate from them is unfaithfulness. That is why the Bible says, do not be unequally yoked together with an unbeliever. Do not be unequally yoked together with an unbeliever. Light, we give out light. Darkness, we give out darkness. You go, enter into a very serious contract, covenant with an unbeliever. You will reap unfaithfulness. Plenty. The Lord will help us in Jesus. There are many people that have been faithful both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. I just want to read a few, pick some, then we'll pray. Pray for ourselves. I'm starting from Nehemiah chapter 7, verse 2. Nehemiah chapter 7. Hallelujah. Please help me to read if you see it. Amen. This man was a faithful man. Was a faithful man and feared God above many. He was not the only one there, but the Lord singled out this Hananiah out. And it was recorded in the Bible. Above every other person, he was a faithful man person. He was faithful to God, number one. Faithfulness was in his spirit before he manifested it in the house of God. The Lord gives, help us to carry this anointing of faithfulness in Jesus' name. Numbers 12. Verse 7. Numbers 12, 7. Yes. My servant Moses is not so. Who is faithful 
in all my house. In all my house. Moses was counted faithful before God. He was faithful. He feared God. And he expedited it in the assignment committed in his hands. Timothy was also found faithful in his time. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17. First Corinthians four seventeen. For this cause have I sent unto you Timothy, who is my beloved son, and faithful in the Lord, who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways, which be in Christ, as I teach everywhere in every church. Who was Timothy? He was a youth during the time of Paul's earthly ministry. He was his son, his spiritual son. And the Bible recorded it. He was faithful in everything he was doing, and he feared God. If those people were counted faithful, why is it that me and you, God is saying that we are not faithful? Why? What is the problem? Onesimus was also faithful. Colossians chapter 4, verse 9. Colossians chapter 4, verse 9. Onesimus was faithful in the house of God. He was faithful in his calling. He did not look at anybody. He focused on God and he served him faithfully. With Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you, they shall make known unto you all things which are done here. Praise the Lord. If another Bible is to be written, will your name be there? Will my name be there? As the people that are found faithful in our generation. Faithful to God and faithfulness to his calling that he has called us. Brethren, do not forget that God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Let us pray. Let's begin to talk to God. Can we stand on our feet? We've been sitting down for long. Begin to react to the word of God that has come to us this afternoon. If the word of God is to be written, will your name be there? 
Are you faithful to God? Do you have faithfulness in your spirit? Are you faithful in the things you are doing? Are you faithful in these little things so that bigger things can be handed over to you? 